The following is paid commercial programming. Third-party rankings are no guarantee of future investment success. Working with a highly rated advisor does not ensure that a client or prospective client will experience a high level of performance. Investment performance is not an explicit criterion because clients' investments goals differ. These ratings should not be construed as an endorsement of the advisor by any client. Generally, rankings are based on information prepared and submitted by the advisor. Statements saying that we told our clients to be out of the market in 2008 refer to recommendations made by MMWKM's principals while employed at Eagle Strategies, LLC. The team that manages accounts at MMWKM are the same individuals with that responsibility at Eagle Strategies and at Cambridge Research from 2009 to 2011. MMWKM was created in 2011 and uses the same exit strategy. A more thorough disclosure of the criteria used in making these rankings is available by contacting MMWKM Advisors, LLC. And now, ladies and gentlemen, it's time for Money Matters. And here's your host, Ken Moray. We're in the money. We're in the money. We've got a lot of what it takes to get along. We are in the money, the skies are sunny, and old man recession, you are through, you have done us wrong. Well, hello, 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 everybody, and welcome back to Money Matters with Ken Morafe. And of course, I am your host, Ken Morafe, and this is the show where we talk about everything and anything in the world of retirement planning. We talk about inflation, we talk about taxes, social security, the stock market, your 401k, diversification, estate planning, you name it, we talk about it and we try to have more fun than a human being should be allowed to have when talking about all of this boring financial stuff. And this week's no exception because we have a show that is full of boring financial stuff. But before we go one step further, let me introduce myself. I am Ken Morayf, the host of Money Matters with Ken Morayf. Yes, thank you, Jack. And I am senior retirement planner and founder of Retirement Planners of America. And I do. I feel great. And uh, as our firm name implies, we work primarily with people who are over 50, who are retired, retiring soon. So if that is you, then uh, you are who we have built our website, our business, this show. Everything is geared around helping you to achieve what we call your second childhood without parental supervision. We want you to go play. We want you to have fun. We want you to relax. We want your money to last as long as you do. We want you to have financial peace of mind. All of that is what we're about. Our website, is rpoa.com and if you go there you can podcast this show I, I encourage you to subscribe to it and listen to it every week we also you can subscribe to our market alert video and that's free for those of you who are over 50 gives you our latest thinking on what's going on and what we think is going to happen and all of that and then also what you can do is uh, you can avail yourself of videos and articles and all kinds of seminars and content lots of good stuff for you on our website it's rpoa.com I encourage you to go there and uh, avail yourself of all of that. Okay, well, let's talk about what we're going to talk about on this, our weekly excursion into the land of retirement planning. So first of all, I want to talk with you about how this feels to me a lot like the summer of 2008, all over again. And for those of you who have followed this show, have been uh, following me for the last uh, <laughs> several decades, um, in 2008, in November of 2007, our strategy, which we call Invest and Protect, told us to get out of the market and sell all of our equities. 
And uh, as we went into the summer of 2008, which was before the big market crash that happened in the, in the, in the third quarter, we saw a renewed optimism. We saw the market starting to come back. We, started, we saw people saying, you know, it's all going to be okay now. Nothing, you know, nothing to worry about here. And this is feeling a lot like that. So I want to discuss with you why now would be a time in our view, not to get overly optimistic and to remain extremely aware of the risk that we face. And so I want to go over that with you. In our second segment today, I want to talk with you, given all the risk that there is out there, a strategy to control the risk in your portfolio. In our view, if you're an investor, what you are in is in the risk business. You don't get a return on your money unless you put it at risk. The less risk you take, the lower would be your expected return. And so we want to talk about how to go about uh, controlling risk in your portfolio, or at least showing you one strategy that we employ that I think you'll find interesting. And you'll, you'll need a pencil and a paper for it because it is an interactive segment. We're going to involve you in it. So we'll have some fun. Now, also, as we do every week, we're going to talk about social security. And uh, so we have social uh, security strategies for married couples. And this is our number nine edition. So uh, if you're married and you want to, and you're on the horns of the decision of when and how to make your social security decision, then uh, we're going to endeavor to help you with that by answering some questions for you. Now, also, one of the things that, uh, you know, we are is a student of the markets. And we've studied going back a hundred years, all the different bear markets and everything that goes on during those bear markets, because we believe that bear markets are one of the most dangerous enemies that we that somebody who is retired or retiring soon has. And so one of the things that happens during bear markets is you have really big up days in the market and you have really big down days in the market. And so we're experiencing that now, if you haven't noticed. So I want to go over with you, uh, and I entitled the segment, Beware Big Up and Down Days. And so we're going to educate you so that you can be more informed and better armed to make proper decisions when it comes to your retirement planning. Now, you know what, Jack? Most shows would actually stop right there. Most shows would say, hey, if we did just that, we have done more than our listening audience could possibly want from a financial show. Somebody stop me. But on this show, do we stop right there? No, we don't. We boldly go where no financial show has gone before. And therefore, at about 10 till, we will have our estate tip of the week. And that's the part of the show where we talk about how to pass on to your greedy, unwashed, undeserving heirs the fruits of your labor. And this week, we're going to talk about how to avoid paying taxes on your life insurance when it goes to the aforementioned greedy, unwashed. Now, you may have thought that life insurance is tax-free. Well, that ain't so. And we'll talk about that at about 10 till. So we have a show chock full of important information. And I'm sure you're going to stay tuned for the entire program because you know what? You love this show. Admit it. And I love making it for you. And it's fun. So we're going to dive into it now. So let me go over with you why this feels like the summer of 2008 all over again. So our strategy told us to sell, as I mentioned, in November of 2007. And after we sold, there was, it was like a, there was a shudder in the market, similar to in the movie Titanic, as you may recall, if you, if you saw that movie, where they hit the iceberg and there was this big shudder. There was this big shake. It woke people up. They went out on deck. 
They looked around, and because the hole in the side of the ship was underwater, nobody could see it. And so they were like, oh, well, there's nothing here. Don't worry about it. And everybody went back to bed. Well, I think he was Irish or Scottish. The guy that designed the ship, he was on there, and he was like, okay, we have a problem here because the big bilges, the, the, the water tanks, uh, the air tanks that keep the ship afloat are all connected. And the hole that was filling up with water was going to fill all those uh, air tanks. And he said, the Titanic will sink. And then when the realization came to everybody on the ship, then what you had was the mass panic where everybody was jumping out. And that's kind of what happened in 2008 is was there was the big bump, the shock. That one triggered us out. Our strategy said to sell. But then over the course of the summer, it was like, well, maybe it's not as bad as we think. Maybe things are okay. But then what happened was, uh, oh boy, it's actually as bad as we originally thought. In fact, it's worse. And that's when the big panic came. So here we are now, the summer of 2022, and it's feeling like, well, maybe things aren't that so bad. You know, maybe things are going to be okay. The Fed might get this thing done right. The war in Ukraine is, uh, you know, it doesn't seem like it's bothering us so much anymore. And all of everything seems to be okay. But folks, let me tell you what are the concerns that we see. Number one is oil prices we think are gonna get much higher than they are today. And why do we say that? Because one of the largest consumers of energy in the world has been dormant for a long time. And who is that? Well, it's China. They shut down their economy. They locked everything down. They're starting to unlock. As they unlock, they're going to start opening up their factories and there's going to be a lot more consumption and there's not more supply. And therefore, we see oil prices going up. We could see $6 at the gas tank. It's going to be a real heavy burden for consumers. Now, the other thing that we're seeing is consumer debt is starting to increase dramatically. Why? Because when people, before the inflation, people were enjoying a nice lifestyle. Inflation has made things more expensive. People still want the same lifestyle. So what are they doing? They're putting it on their credit card. They're incurring consumer debt. That's not a good sign. The other thing also, if you've been watching what's been going on in the big meeting in Switzerland, in Davos, where all the big people, the big banks and the big economists and all these fancy people, they're all there. You know what the biggest concern that they have is? Global famine. Because Ukraine, Russia, they produce a big, big percentage of all the wheat in the world. And then India announced that because of this massive heat wave they're having, they can't produce enough uh, wheat to export. And they're one of the world's largest exports exporters. They're going to keep it for themselves because they got to feed their people. And so we see now that about 40, 50 percent of the world's wheat supply has gone offline. That's going to cause massive problems with starvation around the world, economic when you have starvation, you have political unrest, you have riots. Right now, we believe the risk on the downside is significant. And if you are in the market right now, I would ask you to talk with us because we feel that now is probably not a time for anybody who's over 50, retired or retiring soon, to be taking any more risk than is necessary to accomplish their financial goals. So here's what I want you to do. Go to our website. It's rpoa.com. 
When you're there, you can watch videos. You can subscribe to this show. You can have it podcasted. We also have a weekly market alert video that we do that I encourage you to subscribe to. It gives you our latest thinking on what's going on and what we think is going to happen. Uh, it's free for those of you over 50. In addition, you can sign up for our seminars. We have seminars on retirement planning in these very uncertain times, and I would say these are uncertain times. In addition, you can meet with one of our retirement planners, and we'll visit with you. No charge or obligation. We'll help you build Build your plan. We'll go over with you whether we think you should be in the market or not. And by the way, we think we could see the Dow hit 25,000 this year before this is over. So you ask yourself, is that the kind of risk that you want to take? Should you be in this market? We want to help you to think through that and make decisions as informed as you possibly can. So if you go to our website, it's rpoa.com. Avail yourself of all those resources. We want to help you. Our goal is for you to have your second childhood without parental supervision. That's your retirement. We want you to have peace of mind. We want your money to last as long as you do. And we want to help you. So please let us go to our website. It's rpoa.com. All right, we're going to take a break. And when we come back, we're going to talk about a strategy to control risk in your portfolio. So stay tuned. This is Money Matters, and I am Ken Morayf. This is Money Matters with Ken Morayf. And of course, I am your host, Ken Morayf. Thank you, Jack. And I'm Senior Retirement Planner and Founder of Retirement Planners of America. And uh, we are a firm that specializes in retirement planning. So we uh, work with the most wonderful people in the entire universe. We work with people who are over 50, who are retired or retiring soon. So if that is you, then this show is designed for you. Our website is designed for you. Our firm is designed for you. And it's all what we want to do is we want to facilitate what we call your second childhood without parental supervision. We want you to go play. We want you to have fun. We want you to enjoy. You've worked hard for it. And if we can help with that, then uh, we feel we're doing a good thing. So um, our website is rpoa.com. We currently serve over 6,000 uh, beautiful, wonderful families around the country. Yes, and we'd love to serve you as well. So go to our website, check us out, um, and and podcast a show. You can uh, you can go to any of the major streaming services, and you can find our show and download it to your device, and that way you can listen to it at your leisure. So I want to talk with you now about uh, how to control risk in your portfolio. Okay, so basically, we've gone through four or uh, uh, five steps <laughs> this is the sixth step in uh, in building your retirement plan your your retire your uh, investment strategy and this is the last step which is essentially to control the risk of your portfolio now the other steps are in other podcasts if you go back we post them on our website so you can listen to those as well if you'd like but um, today what I want to talk with you about is the last step which is essentially uh, controlling the risk so Let's say that in the course of uh, figuring out how much money you have, what your expenses are, what your the, the hurdle rate, we talked about that last time, how you determine that. And once you've determined your portfolio, and let's say just to keep make it simple and, and the math easy for my small brain, let's say that you've chosen a portfolio where you're going to be 50-50. All right, you're going to have 50% in stocks and 50% in bonds. So this is where we're going to get interactive, ladies and gentlemen. So if you have your pencil and your paper ready, then what I want you to do is draw a circle, okay? And uh, draw an up and down line and cut that circle in half. Now, on the left-hand side at the top, 
because you're going to be writing some stuff underneath there. So at the, as high up as you can put it, write $100, and on the right-hand side, write $100. Okay, so now you've got a portfolio. You're going to invest $200. You're going to put 100 on each side. You're a 50-50. All right, so far, so good. Now, let's, to exaggerate what I'm talking about, just to make the point, let's say that the side on the left goes up 60%. Whoa, okay, you're all in, uh, in Bitcoin or something. Anyway, so the side on the left goes up 60%, and so now put a plus 60 under the 100, draw a line, and now you have a total of $160 on the left-hand side. Now, on the right-hand side, let's say that that side, that investment, that, the bonds, let's say they don't do well. You lose 10% there. So you start with 100, you're going to put a minus 10, you got 90. So you have 160 on the left, 90 on the right. You total those together, and you've got $250. You started with 200. That's really good. You made 25%. Life is good. But now we have a problem. Can you see what the problem is? The problem is that you're not 50-50 anymore, right? You have $160 on the left and 90 on the right. You're not 50-50 anymore. So basically what's happened is you've now become a 70-30 a, a, a or, or a 90, you know, whatever the math on that is. You, you've now become a 70-30 when you wanted to be a 50-50. Well, that's not good because now you're taking way more risk than you originally said you wanted to. You determined that 50-50 was the right risk for you, and now you're 70-30, and you're taking more risk than you wanted to take. That's not a good thing. So how do you fix this problem? Well, what you do is you rebalance, which means that you are going to sell some of the stuff on the left that went up 60%, $35 of it, and that'll bring you back down to 125. And on the right, you're going to buy more of that, which is going to bring you up to the, you're going to buy $35 on the right-hand side, which will bring it up to the 125. And now you've got $125 on both sides, and you're, you're still at your 250, and you're back to the 50-50. Now, this is called rebalancing. And this is something that we do in our client portfolios for our clients. Now, on paper, it sounds really easy to do. But let me just explain why having somebody do this for you is a good idea, in my opinion. Let's say I call you up, and on the left-hand side, you have that that made 60%, and you have the side on the right that lost 10%. And I call you, and I say, you know what? We need to sell some of that stuff that made you the 60% that's making you all that money, and we need to buy more of that stuff that's losing you money that lost a 10%. What would your response to this particular phone call be? <laughs> what are you crazy? I don't want to do that. In fact, I want to get rid of all that minus 10 stuff. That stuff is awful. Get rid of that and give me a ton more of that plus 60. I want to load up on that. Well, if you did that, then now you've really gone off the charts on the risk. And also, there are many studies that show that whatever had the out performance in one year has a high likelihood of being the lower performer in the next year. So you don't want to load up on the thing and chase returns. So this is called rebalancing. And rebalancing is part, you know, if, you're, if, if there are three parts of the investment process in our view. There's the buy part, which is you decide what you're going to buy and what proportions and all the rest of that. Then there's the hold part. And this is part of the hold part which means you're, gonna, you're, you're essentially maintaining what you decided was the right and appropriate mix for you by rebalancing, by making sure that the investments in your portfolio are, 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 are the right ones and they continue to be the right ones, et cetera. 
And then there's a third part, which, we talked, which we've talked about many times, which is that there's an overlay to all of this, which is that you should also have a strategy to sell and get out and sit on the sidelines and protect yourself from a big bad bear market. Because if, if, if we have a big bad bear market, then you know, even if you're diversified and you're rebalancing, you could still lose a really big amount of money. So anyway, that's how we do it. And uh, I would recommend that you kind of think about uh, if that's something that you should do. Now, if you go to our website, it's rpoa.com. As I said, we podcast the, all the steps that lead up to the one I just described, and uh, that's over the last uh, four or five shows, and you can listen to those. We also uh, – you can, and again, all the major streaming services, you can find our show, and I encourage you to subscribe. Uh, also, you, if you go to our website, you can attend our seminars. We have a new seminar we just put out about a, two months ago, I guess, and uh, it talks about uh, – uh, retirement planning in uncertain times. And I would I say... I don't know how to say I thank you, except I thank you. Yes. Well, you're very welcome. And I can tell you that right now, that is an an understatement. Uncertain times. Are you kidding me? I have to talk to whoever... Wait, it was me that titled that seminar. I have to talk to myself. Understatement, Ken. So uh, we also have the ability to uh, meet with one of our retirement planners. We can help you with social security decisions. We can help you with uh, your 401k and your diversification, your risk profile, all that kind of stuff we want to help you with. All at no charge or obligation, all at our website, rpoa.com. All right, we are going to take a break. And when we come back, we're going to have our social security strategies number five in our series. So stay tuned. This is Money Matters, and I am Ken Morave. We are back. This is Money Matters with Ken Morafe. And of course, I am your host, Ken Morafe. Thank you, Jack. And I am senior retirement planner and founder of Retirement Planners of America. And uh, we are a firm that specializes in retirement planning, which means that we work with the most wonderful people in the entire universe. And I kid you not. And we work with over 6,000 beautiful, wonderful families. Wow. Yes. And uh, we have two goals. One is for your money to last as long as you do. And secondly, we want you to have financial peace of mind. And so we're always striving to achieve those two things. And if we can do that, we feel like we're doing a good thing. We think of your retirement as your second childhood without parental supervision. So whatever that means to you, what is it that you want to do? Uh, do you want to go play? Do you want to have fun? Do you want to climb Mount Fuji? I talked to a man uh, last week who said that his goal in life is to go climb Mount Fuji. And I said, man, that's a really specific thing. <laughs> and he said, yeah, he's always wanted to climb Mount Fuji. So you know what? That's great. It's good to have a passion for something, and that's what he wants to do. So uh, our goal is to help our clients to achieve those goals and uh, enjoy their second childhood without parental supervision. And so one uh, part of the retirement – and by the way, our website is rpoa.com. You can podcast this show. Uh, you can uh, uh, attend seminars uh, virtually. You can read articles, uh, watch videos. We have tons of, of content on there to help you with your retirement planning. RPOA.com is our website. So let's talk about social security strategies. And again, you guys can send me your questions and I will endeavor to answer them. So I've got the first question here today. Uh, my wife filed for social security at age 62 and she's going to get $700 a month. I am currently 65, and I'm considering my options uh, for filing. Would I be able to file for a, for a spousal benefit? Okay, that means he wants to collect off of his wife's Social Security at my full retirement age, which would be 66, and then delay getting my benefits until I'm 70, 
and then have my wife receive a spousal ben benefit based on my social security amount when I claim my benefit at age 70. Okay, he says my wife is a year older than me. Also, would my benefit be subject to taxation if I continue to work after age 66? Man, you're just piling on the questions here. One at a time, people. <laughs> anyway, yes, you can do that. So when you turn your full retirement age, which you said is 66, you can file what's called a restricted application for your spousal benefit, okay? And you'll receive 50% of your wife's uh, full retirement uh, benefit. And you'll get that from when you're 66 till you're 70, and you'll let your benefit build up and increase the amount and then once you turn 70 then you can start collecting yours and then she switches over and starts getting half of yours and yes your benefit will be subject to taxation because uh, if your income is over the threshold but there's another thing which is the earnings test if you're over 66 then the earnings test does not apply yeah wow I think we covered like 17 topics in one question. That was a great question. Love it. Man, I took a bite out of that peach. <laughs> anyway, I hope that illustrated how, how complicated Social Security is, okay? Here's uh, question number two. I am 64. My husband is 60. I have a minimal earnings record. Would I be able to claim my benefit now and then when my husband turns 66 and files, switch to claim half of his benefit because my benefit is less than half of his? So, if you, and the answer is yes. If you file now, you will be paid about 87% of what you would get if you wait till you're 66. Now, when you add on the spousal benefit off of your husband, you will be paid the difference between your full retirement age Social Security and 50% of his. So, this will be added to your existing benefit. So what will happen is the total will not be exactly 50% of his, all right? It'll be less, but it's because you started before you were full retirement age. Now, if you want to receive the full 50% of his, then what I would suggest is you might want to wait till you're 66 and then do what you're suggesting. Cool. Okay? But uh, you'll be pretty close to 50%, so it's okay. <sighs> Man, I got to take a breath after that. I, I need a shot of tequila. <laughs> So let me tell you, Social Security is something that if you don't do properly, you could leave thousands of dollars, if not hundreds of thousands of dollars uh, on the table over the course of your lifetime. Not a good idea. You paid into the system. You deserve every penny out of the system that you've earned, and uh, we want to help you with that. So if you go to our website, rpoa.com, we have all kinds of information on there on how to calculate what, uh, strategies for Social Security. We have podcasts on it. We have all kinds of information. Better yet, visit with one of our retirement planners. We train them in Social Security. We certify them once a year on that. We want to be sure that they're up to speed and that they are as expert as possible at answering and helping you to make that decision. So if you click on meet with an advisor, you can meet with one of our retirement planners. We'll sit down with you either virtually or in person, whatever works for you. And uh, what we'll do is uh, we'll, we'll build your entire retirement plan. We call it a retirement cash flow plan, which takes into account your income taxes, your age, your, your how much money you make, if you're retired or not, the health issues, all that need to be brought into to bear 
in what is the right decision when it comes to your Social Security. Okay, so it's not, it, it's not just which age and how, it's all kinds of other things that impact it. So if you go to our website, rpoa.com, click on Meet with an Advisor, we'll schedule a time to visit with you, and if we can help you, fantastic, and if not, that's fine too. Okay, so we'll part friends either way. So rpoa.com is our website. All right, uh, we're going to take a break, and when we come back, we're going to talk about what do all these huge ups and downs in the market mean. So stay tuned. This is Money Matters, and I am Kent Morave. And we are back. This is Money Matters with Ken Morave. And of course, I am your host, Ken Morave. Thank you, Jack. And I am senior retirement planner and founder of Retirement Planners of America. <laughs> and I do. And uh, on this show, we are here to help you to plan for your retirement. We call it your second childhood without parental supervision. And our firm is designed for that. Uh, we work primarily with people who are over 50, who are retired or retiring soon. And so if you are within five years of retirement or you are in the first five years of your retirement, if you're in that uh, wonderful decade, then uh, we would love to visit with you and see if there's a fit. Our website is rpoa.com. And uh, we have two goals for you. One of them is we want your money to last as long as you do. And secondly, we want you to have financial peace of mind. And to the extent that we are able to do that, then we feel like we're doing a good thing. So uh, our website, again, is rpoa.com. We work with over 6,000 beautiful, wonderful families across the country. And we'd love to see if there's a fit for us uh, with you as well. So this is, uh, I want to talk with you about... Uh, you know, the foundational philosophy of, of uh, the investment strategies that we use um, is that, yes, growth is important, obviously, but we feel that protection of principle is even more important. You're a persistent cuss, Pilgrim. Duke, that's my middle name, Ken Persistent Morafe. <laughs> and uh, so, yes, growth is important, but protection of principle is even more important. And the reason why we say that is because if, if, you're, if the dollars that you've accumulated over your lifetime are going to be what's going to provide you with the income that you need to support the lifestyle that you want, because you know for most of our clients, Social Security is, is a major part of how much they get during their retirement, but it's not enough. And so your investments need to make up that difference. And so protecting the value of that is extremely important. And so therefore, we believe that you should, yes, buy, you should hold for sure, but you should also have a strategy to sell. We call it invest and protect. So there are times when it's better, you're better to protect what you've got than it is to worry about growing it. And uh, so the counter to that, which is uh, what we've heard is, yeah, but you know what? If you ever get out of the market, if you ever sell, uh, then you could miss out on, you know, and I've seen these things, they always trot it out. Uh, you missed out. You're going to miss out on the 20 best trading days. And if you did that, then man, it just destroys all your returns. And they give examples of how you know the the, the stock market has averaged 10 percent over the last uh, 50 years. But if you missed the 20 best trading days, you're down to three or four percent or something like that. Well, that all may be true, but there's a thing that says that liars. What is it? Figures don't lie, but liars figure. <laughs> so I'm not I'm not accusing any of being anybody of being a liar. I'm just saying that the devil is in the details. And so what we did is we said, okay, well, yes, mathematically what you said is true, but let's go back and let's look at when did those big 
trading days happen? When did those 20 best trading days happen? Well, first of all, let me tell you by percentage what the top 20 trading days have been. And uh, they go, they range from the, the, the number one biggest trading day up day was a 15% in one day. And that was in 1933. Uh, in 1931, 14.87. 1987, there was a 10% update, one day, 8%. In 2020, a 9% update. Now, ladies and gentlemen, as I'm saying these dates, tell me if you can see a pattern, all right? 1933 was the 16th biggest trading day in the last 100 years, 9% in one day. Uh, the 19th biggest trading day in one day was in 2020, 7.7%, .7%, almost an 8% in one day. So what do you think, did you notice anything that was in common with the dates that I gave you? 1933, oh wait, that was the stock market crash of the Great Depression. 1920, that's when the, the, the market went down 43%. What about 1987, the biggest, baddest bear market in, in a short duration in history? Uh, <laughs> so if you look at the dates when these big, wonderful updates happened that you're not supposed to miss, they all, they all happened during terrible bear markets, except, well, I'm looking at them. They happened in 1987. They happened in uh, 1933, in 2008, in, in Y2K. I mean, it's just the who's who of terrible bear markets when those days happened. So this notion that you're going to miss out on those big trading days, those big trading days, mo almost all of them, in, in, except for one of them, happened during a terrible, historically bad bear market. And so my response... <laughs> So my response to, you don't want to miss those 20 trading days, yes, I do. <laughs> I want to be out for the whole time. I don't want to have those big trading days. You know, because, and by the way, the, the notion that you could be in for those 20 trading days, it, it, that you'll miss just those 20 best trading days, if that were the case, is ridiculous. Because if you're so good that you can pick out of the last 50 years, the 20 best trading days to be out of the market and miss those days, then you know what? If you're that good, then why don't you decide to pick the best, you know, to, to be in for the best 20 trading days? How about that? Let's do that too while we're at it. I mean, it's impossible, but yet mathematically it's true, but physically it is impossible for you to avoid just those 20 trading days. You couldn't pick them. So the whole idea of that is, in my opinion, a little bit disingenuous. So don't let people scare you out of protecting what you've got. That's, that's, I guess, the bottom line of what I'm saying. Now, if you are over 50, if you are retired or retiring soon, if you're within five years of retirement or you are within the first five years of your time, if you're in that decade, then this is the single... Yeah. I believe it is the single most important decade of your entire financial life. Because if, if you experience a massive loss and you're within five years of retirement, then you may not be able to retire. And if you are retired already and you experience a massive loss, you may not be able to stay retired. You may have to go back to work if, if people will still hire you. You'll have to also perhaps reduce your standard of living, change your life. That happened to a lot of people in Y2K in 2008 and the other major bear markets. We don't want that for you. That's why we have our strategy, invest and protect. So here's what I want you to do. Go to our website. It's rpoa.com, retirementplannersofamerica.com. When you're there, 
go, go uh, attend our seminars, listen to our podcasts about our strategy, watch our videos, read our articles, uh, visit with one of our retirement planners. We have lots of resources there. We want, we're not here to make you rich quick. We're here to keep you from becoming poor. And if that means anything to you, then go to our website. It's rpoa.com. All right. Well, let's take a break here. And when we come back, we're going to talk about how to pass on to your greedy, unwashed, undeserving heirs your life insurance with no taxes. So stay tuned. This is Money Matters, and I am Ken Morayf. This is Money Matters with Ken Morayf. And of course, I am your host, Ken Morayf. Thank you, Jack. And I'm senior retirement planner and founder of Retirement Planners of America. And uh, we are a firm that specializes in retirement planning, which means that we work with people who are uh, over 50, retired, retiring soon. And to if, infinity and beyond. Yes, indeed. And we work with over 6,000 beautiful, wonderful families across the country. And uh, we are so blessed for that. And we thank our clients. They are beloved and most valued. And if you're not a client, then you know what? You're missing out. <laughs> so go to our website. It's rpoa.com. Uh, when you're there, you can podcast this show. Uh, in fact, I encourage you to subscribe. Uh, you can also watch videos. You can attend the classes. We have all kinds of content and information there for you to help you to achieve your the retirement that you want. We call it your second childhood without parental supervision. So whatever that means to you, we want to facilitate that for you. And uh, everything on our website is at no charge or obligation. So go there and uh, enjoy. It's rpoa.com. So this is the part of the show where we talk about how to pass on to your greedy, unwashed, undeserving heirs the fruits of your labor. And that's, of course, the uh, it's called estate planning. And one of the things that I want to talk – well, what I want to talk about this week is your life insurance. Okay, and uh, life insurance is basically by definition estate planning because you're not going to get any of that money, right? You're buying it to benefit somebody else after your death. And so that's basically estate planning in a nutshell. Um, and one of the things that you may not be aware of is that your life insurance is income tax free. So you've probably heard, you know, life insurance is tax free. Well, it ain't so. It's income tax free, but it's not estate tax free. Okay, and there's a difference. So I want to go over with you all about that, and I want to talk about how to make sure that your life insurance is in fact completely tax free. But first, Jack. Can you play it? I know I'd go from rags to riches If you would only say you care And though my pocket may be empty I'd be a millionaire and of course, that is Tony Bennett with rags to riches. And you know, the estate taxes, probate, all that stuff, it's designed to do the exact opposite. It's designed to take you from riches to rags. And we do not want that to happen to you. So every week at this time, we have our estate tip of the week. And this week, we're going to talk about the life insurance trust, which is called an irre actually the irrevocable life insurance trust. And the acronym, the short for that is ILIT, I-L-I-T. So, if there is a concern about passing on life insurance, so, so as I was, let me back up. So, as I was saying, life insurance proceeds are, in fact, income tax-free. There's no income taxes on life insurance. Once you die and, you pa and the, the beneficiaries receive the, the proceeds, there are no income taxes on life insurance. Okay, so that is a true statement. However, 
if you don't do it properly, your life insurance policy is going to be included in your estate. It's an asset that you own. Okay, and you may not think of it that way, but if you have, for example, a million dollar life insurance policy, then the million dollars is an asset. And you have now passed that asset on to the next, to the beneficiary. And that's the same as if you had a piece of real estate or a stock or a bond or whatever it may be. The, the, uh, the IRS, <laughs> yeah, those guys, they think of it as the same thing. They want to tax it as part of your estate. So how do we remove your life insurance from your estate? Well, what we do is we create a trust as most things are with estate planning turn out it's it's a trust so you create a trust the irrevocable life insurance trust and you you put the life insurance inside of the trust now the rules in terms of how do they determine whether the life insurance is includable in your estate there are three tests and you don't need to meet all three of them you can meet only one of them and the the life insurance is included so the first one is are you the named owner so that one's easy. We just pull out the policy. We look who the owner is. And if your name's on it, then guess what? You're the owner. That's an easy one. The second one is also easy. It's the premium payer. So if you're paying the premiums on the policy, then the IRS considers you to be the owner. And the third test is, do you have what are called incidents of ownership? Meaning, do you have the ability to change the beneficiary? Do you have access to the cash value? You know, if you can make changes to the policy, then you have what are called incidents of ownership. Now, as I said, you don't have to meet all three of those. You can have incidents of ownership, but not be the owner or the premium payer, and it's still included in your estate. So if you meet any one of these, so the object then is to have you fail all three of those. So how do you do that? Well, you have the trust be the owner, the trustee is the premium payer, and the trustee is who has the incidence of ownership, and you don't. The only thing you are is you're the, the, the goose that lays a golden egg, right? You're the insured, and that's it. And if you have the trust have all those other powers, then the life insurance is not included in your estate, and upon your death, the proceeds will go to your family, not only income tax-free, but also estate tax-free. That ought to keep the little squirts happy. <laughs> yeah, and you want happy squirts, Jack. You're right. You, there's nothing worse than an unhappy squirt. That's not a good thing. Anyway, so that make sure you talk with your professional, your lawyers, your uh, estate planning people before you do any of this stuff. Obviously, uh, I don't know your situation, and uh, so make sure that uh, you do that. Now, if you'd like to talk to us about uh, everything that we talk about on this show, then what you can do is go to our website. It's rpoa.com, retirementplannersofamerica.com, and uh, when you're there, uh, I encourage you to subscribe to the show. You can podcast it and have it delivered to your device so you can listen to it at your convenience. But also while you're there, you can attend our seminars. They're virtual, they're free, designed for those of you who are over 50. Uh, we talk about how to fight inflation, reduce your income taxes, maximize your social security benefits, um, diversify your 401k, all those kind of things. We want to address those, help you to make informed decisions. You can uh, visit with one of our retirement planners and build your retirement plan at no charge or obligation. Lots and lots of uh, resources available to you. Okay? Oh, well, Dorothy, it's not too wonderful to be true because it is true, okay? So um, our website, again, is rpoa.com. Well, you know what? This show's over already. I cannot believe how fast it's gone. I hope you have enjoyed it as much as I have enjoyed making it for you. We'll see you next week, same time, same channel. Bye-bye, everybody. Of course not. 
it's only the beginning. Information presented should not be regarded as a complete analysis of the subjects discussed and should not be construed as an offer to buy or sell any of the securities mentioned. None of this show's content should be viewed as personalized investment advice. A professional advisor should be consulted before implementing any of the strategies presented. Different types of investments involve varying degrees of risk and therefore can be no assurance that any specific investment or strategy will be suitable or profitable for a client's portfolio. The tax and estate planning information offered on this program is general in nature. Always consult an attorney or tax professional regarding your specific legal or tax situation. Sound effects or anecdotes should not be construed as an endorsement of Ken Moray or MMWKM Advisors LLC. The firm only transacts business in states where it is properly registered or is excluded or exempted from registration requirements. Registration is not an endorsement of the firm by securities regulators and does not mean that the advisor has attained a particular level of skill or ability.